0: And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The gospel of the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ. When I was a teenager, I found. A pamphlet that had a very provocative question on the face, on the, on the front, that I have not forgotten. It said Did you know that you could actually miss heaven by 18 inches? Did you know that you can actually miss heaven? 18 inches. And the author of the pamphlet goes on to say that 18 inches separate our mind from our heart. Our mind and our heart. You know what, I actually took a tape measure out yesterday and measured how What's the distance with my brain and my heart, and it was actually 19 plus inches. My head must be too big. (laughs) But it's not because of me, that was the way I was born. Big head, not enough hair. (laughs) Anyways, my fathers make, I look a lot like my father. But the author of the pamphlet said, that God has to be something more than we ascend to in our mind. It has to be something that comes down 18 inches in a way that we encounter God in our innermost being. Make sense? I thought about that when I read about the dialogue between the angel Gabriel and Mary. There's a whole lot of heart going on in that dialogue and very little head, very little mind going there. In scripture, scholars tell us that this conversation is a scandal of particularity. What do they mean by that? It means, why would God choose to redeem us by relying on the consent and body of a poor young lady in a remote town called Galilee? Why would God choose to fuse divinity with humanity in a seemingly ordinary child? who spends the first 30 years in obscurity doing manual labor. Why? Why? Well, this awe-inspiring mystery of the nativity is not meant to us to figure out. We're supposed to ponder it. We're supposed to be going from our head to our heart, and you know what? You should go down another 24 inches to our knees so we can kneel in adoration to something so profound. Hey, have you ever prayed with icons before? Prayed with a picture of something in front of you to help keep your mind or focus on prayer? I have an icon with me today, if you can see it. It's the icon of our Mother of Perpetual Help, And it's a very interesting picture. And whenever you pray with this icon, you never know what you're gonna come up with. But if you notice, the child, Jesus, has both of his hands clutched to Mary's thumb. Mary's thumb, and he seems to be pulling it towards himself, pulling Mary's hand toward himself. Why is he doing that? Well, in the picture, you can see the child looking up, and there are two angels holding instruments of suffering, instruments of suffering. And Jesus knows that when Mary sees those, it's gonna hurt her deeply. So Jesus tries to take her hand and secure it close to him, close to his heart. You see, the God-man, Jesus, is hungry for your touch. Do you hear that? The God-man, Jesus, is hungry for your touch. He wants to pull it close to you so you can be secure in his love. How do we do that? How do we move 18 inches from mind to heart so we can experience Jesus in the flesh? I love the image of Mary. She sees those images of suffering, but she seems to be serene. Why? Because Jesus is holding her close to him. You know what? God did not send an angel to any time, to any girl, to any carpenter for this particular task, God sends Gabriel to Nazareth, to Mary, to Joseph, so all of them can partner together for the sake of salvation history. You know, we, we think, why couldn't God just move a wand, his magic wand, boop, 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 boop. And it's there, it happens. Sometimes that's how we pray. God, just do it because I'm praying for this. But Mary takes on a different tack. She prays in a way that God use me to achieve your holy, Purpose. God used me to achieve your holy purpose. That long 18-inch journey from Mary's mind to Mary's heart and eventually to her bended knees in the cave of Bethlehem didn't start with Mary saying, God, just do it. It didn't even start with Mary questioning God and say, how is this going to happen? Let me know, and then I'll tell you if I'm going to trust you or not. It came before that. It came before that. Maybe there's something that you really need for you to happen in your life right now. What is it? Don't just... Pray to God and tell him to do it for you. Remember the 18 inch rule. We pray that God will use us for his holy purpose. You know what, that's hard because it requires a whole lot of trust and God will not respond to our prayers unless we trust first. That never changes. We must trust God, and then he will act. It doesn't work the other way around. God can't do anything unless we trust him first. And then once that movement goes from head to heart, we have that aha moment. We begin to understand As St. Augustine puts it, faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe.